SLB Radio in Pittsburgh presents From There to Here Stories of men and women born in other countries who now live in Pittsburgh South Sudan I was born in Herat, Afghanistan I was born in Vienna, Austria in 1918 I was raised in the Carib territory Dominica is an independent island We have a lot of castles in Poland and old buildings Here is a little bit more modern The city Busan is about 5 million people A lot of people living in a very close, small space So there are lots of tall buildings, lots of apartments Very, very busy Over here in Pittsburgh, it's a little bit more laid back and I kind of like that different pace of life. On this episode, Prahlad Misra. Prahlad was born in Bhutan, but was placed in a refugee camp in Nepal at the age of seven because of ethnic persecution. After 20 years as a refugee, Prahlad resettled in the U.S. He had trouble adjusting to his new home, but now helps other immigrants and refugees find resources to build a life here in Pittsburgh. Here's Prahlad's story. My name is Prahlad Misra. I was born in Bhutan. I was just seven years old when I left my country. I grew up in a tiny Himalayan country named Bhutan. It's in between India and China, two giant countries. It's like a landlocked country. That means no access to uh, sea or ocean. We totally depend upon India. I grew up in like a small, a tiny village, lucky enough to go to school. Have to walk like around 45 minutes on foot to get to school. I started my schooling at an early age of four. Actually, the schooling starts at six, but at the age of four, I studied up to grade two. After that, there was suppression from the government. The government didn't like our own ethnic people. We speak Nepali language. They don't like us. And they try to enforce their language, dress code, and their culture, tradition, everything upon us. And we were forced to follow that. They didn't allow us to speak our language. They make us wear their own dress, which was meant for the people in high altitude in Himalayas. And we used to live down in like foothills where the climate was like hot and humid throughout the year. Our people thought like we were discriminated. Our rights and our religion were not allowed. We were not allowed to practice our religion, not allowed to speak our language. So people tried to ask for human rights and ask for like a change in the government. They came in out of the home, come into the street, tried to demonstrate. The government used military, army. They came to each and every home. Whoever was adult were taken to jail. Schools were thrown into army barricades. And because of that, we were forced to leave our country. With my family, I came to Nepal, crossing India, and spent there 20 years. Initially, when I came from Bhutan, we were in the bank of a river. My schooling at refugee camp started on a bank of river. There was no any structure, just bridge underneath the bridge. Teacher used to come to our class. We used to be over 60 students in one classroom. It's not a classroom, it's just an open area underneath the bridge. If it rains, if it's windy, no class. We spent at that bank around seven months. After that, we were shifted to another camp where I spent a considerable period of time over like 19 years. We were in refugee camp over two decades. And anyone can imagine how bitter the life of refugee camp would be. 
no access to enough food, healthcare, education, no safety. Still, like we were lucky enough to be alive, survive for over two decades. Try to go back to our country many times. The government didn't allow us. India was there. India didn't allow us to go back to Bhutan through its land. And when all of our options were closed, United States was kind enough to take us here. When I landed in New York, I was like surprised, was anxious what I would do in this new country where I don't have much knowledge and the language access. Kind of, you know, like awkward too. Like I would have seen like different people, different culture, different language, different infrastructures, everything different. And was thinking whether I would survive here or not. When we came, they didn't bring us together. My parents came first, then my grandmother and my sister, myself and my wife. I was married at the time. And when I came here, my children, they born here. And all this fourth generation, we are living together now. So it's like a multi-generational household. For someone who speaks different language, has little English and as an accent, it's always difficult. And the system and the work here you are looking for is totally different from the work you were working there. It was very difficult at that time. And in 2009, when there were only few jobs, you have to compete with like other Americans with skills plus better language. It's always like difficult. But you have to work hard, try to learn. And once you can show people that you are punctual, hardworking, trustworthy, then slowly you will get references and build your resume. I work as a service coordinator. It's a program called Isaac Immigrant Services and Connection. I work at Jewish Family and Community Services. My role is to connect different immigrants, men, refugees, documented, undocumented, legal, legal, it doesn't matter. But if they have difficulties getting connected to resources, accessing resources because of language barrier or other things, we are there to help them. We are not allowed to go back to Bhutan. We have king in our country. He didn't take us back. So the uh, United States accepted us as a refugee and Bhutan doesn't give us like visa to go back because the citizen of that country anymore and because of political reason we cannot go back. We will be prosecuted. I missed a lot because it's a motherland where I born. I still have vivid picture of my childhood where I grew up. I ran up and down the hill. It's one of the peaceful countries and places you can ever see in the world despite the fact we were forced to leave the country. If you don't have anything now, it doesn't mean that you won't have anything in future. So just try hard, try to get education. Education is key to success. As long as you have education and knowledge, you can survive anywhere in this world. This episode is based on an interview conducted by Julie, Luke, and Vincent from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.